Welcome back, everybody, to a brand new episode of the Movies and Brews podcast, where we talk movies and we drink some brews. I'm Jordan, and staring through the screen here is Daniel Man. Daniel Man. <laughs> no, I'm an alternate version of Spider-Man that has no powers and no superhuman abilities. Welcome. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Today, we are talking the new Michael Keaton film called The Protégé. So sit back, relax, grab a drink, and let's hope fall delivers better movies. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers to that. Cheers to that. <laughs> So, I forget if I talked about this a few weeks ago on the show, but I didn't get to the store to get anything brand new. I did get, though, had this in the fridge, Fort George's three-way IPA. Mm, yeah, is, that's is that under a summer beer? Like, is that going to disappear pretty soon? I think it is going to disappear pretty soon. I'll buy a couple cases of that, then. Yeah, I might go get a couple more four-packs myself, because this, 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 this year, I don't know, it's just really good. I liked it. It was fucking solid. My fa- I don't even know which one was my favorite because the first three-way I ever had was like three years ago, maybe four years ago. Connor told me what it was and I had that year's three-way and it was fucking delicious. I'm really enjoying, yeah, I think they have like I'm really a- enjoying this one. Yeah, me too. Yeah, all right. Yes. Beautiful. I have, I actually went out because I specifically went to Gigantic on my lunch break today to see if they have anything new. And I got this uh, Wonder Twins IPA. That was oh. with Double Mountain and Gigantic. Wonder Twins. I like the artwork. Yeah, it looks fun. It's a uh, very citrusy, which I do love a lot. A good citrus IPA. Yeah, right on. Solid. I might have to go find that. Yeah, I haven't had any new Gigantic in a while. Mm. Very cool. Well, let's get going here. Let's uh, let's get into our first segment here of movie news. I know we've got a big trailer that's come out. So we big should big. probably save that for, for last. Yeah, let's save the best for last. Okay, because other than the best, I have a couple. Uh, I have a couple little tidbits. Mostly one I didn't, I hadn't heard about this until uh, I saw a little story about it today. But I didn't realize that they were doing a reboot of the Wonder Years. Once I've heard that, but it's not following the same characters, though, but it's the same concept, though, right? Right. They're focusing okay. on a different family. Okay. Uh, apparently, it's narrated by Don Cheadle. Really? So yeah. is this, is this going to take place in the quote-unquote present, narrating about his life from the 90s then, kind of? I am unsure. It's, it's, well, it premieres on September 22nd. Um I didn't see what era it was in. I just like, I'm like, I wonder if Jordan, I'm sure Jordan knows about this because you love the original Wonder Years. That's oh, a fantastic show. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if I want to do a remake where we follow, well, I mean, you guess you could follow somebody else around in the late 60s, or early 70s. I mean, as long as you keep the music solid. But I, I don't know, if, you kinda, if you're going to do the same concept, why not switch it up decades? Like you're doing a flashback to, this is me growing up in the late 80s, early 90s or something. I don't know. Yeah, see, I would really like that uh well i don't know if i would really like it i don't know i don't probably won't tune in because i never even watched the real I, i've watched some of the original wonder years you know but like 
So a reboot of a show that I've never even really gotten into is not really something I'm going to put a well, lot of time into. So like it's going to be overall just its own show, but you know, same concept, but it's not going to be like a reboot per se, because it's not going to have the same people in it whatsoever. Yeah. Not going to have David Schwimmer coming back as uh, the daughter's boyfriend. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, I just thought that was kind of interesting. And as far as any other movie news, I did not really have a lot this week. I mean, there's just, there's really just the one big trailer that I want to talk about because there was really nothing else this week, but that kind of saved it in movie news was the trailer. I heard a trailer dropped. Oh, did very, you did very you, did you just hear about this? What's that? I said, Oh, did you just hear? I know you didn't just hear because we were freaking out last night. I was like, holy shit. And you're like, I just watched it. Yeah, rumor has it some trailer, some mediocre film dropped. <laughs> no, I remember I was I was on YouTube already and I just ended up in my feed. All of a sudden I saw like 20 minutes ago trailer premiere i'm like (gasps) so i ran downstairs i'm like i'm not watching this for the first time on my phone i ran downstairs and plugged it into the tv oh my gosh we got an official trailer for spider-man no way home yeah your thoughts well i mean i literally like walked in um I was walking in the door out last night after finishing up the protege at like seven o'clock about the time I got home. And then I just like pull out my phone and like YouTube notifications, like far from home trailer 30 minutes ago. And I'm like, Oh shit. So I immediately pulled it up on my computer and just like watched it. And I was just like, Oh man, like it, like it felt like everybody who was in it was pretty much confirmed, but I guess it was still rumored up until that point, technically. Yeah, I guess I, I enjoyed I enjoyed it. You know, it was a two and a half, three minute long trailer and I'm watching like, okay, okay. Yeah, him and MJ up on a rooftop. Everyone knows who he is. It's gotta be a struggle because now everybody's, everybody with their phone is the paparazzi now. I can see how that'd be very, very annoying. But yeah, I'm just gonna watch, hey, he's gonna do Doctor Strange. And we're gonna start going off into this multiverse stuff, it looks like. But yeah, I, again, just enjoying everything I saw. Little snippets here and there, you know, yellow lightning, which indicates a certain character. But I tell you, man, I got goosebumps the second we got the visual of a little orange bomb. And we heard this sinister laugh in the background. I mean, I'm talking goosebumps. And then fast forward a few more seconds and we see this giant tentacle arm coming out of the ground. And, you know, I thought it was going to end there and I would have been just fine with the ending there. Oh, no. It goes a step further and shows a face. Alfred Molino's Doc Ock. And what does he say? Hello, Peter. Hello, Peter. (laughs) I lost it. I'm talking about about nostalgia overload. I know. I mean, what shit? The first say. I mean, the Sam Raimi Spider Man came out like two thousand two. It wasn't two thousand one. It was. It was like two. Jesus. Yeah. Two thousand two was the first Sam Raimi Spider Man. Two thousand four for the second one. So it's it's been a little bit since we've seen Doc Ock and Goblin. I just hope for this. 
my uh, anyways first off the hype is, is real for me i'm like sweet i mean i'm looking forward to 10 rings looking forward to the eternals but at the same time there i could almost take them or leave them this new spider-man film i'm like oh yeah sold in let's do this yeah and apparently it's a hot take but i still really liked the last one i thought it was fucking clever i loved how they pulled off mysterio i really yeah. really enjoyed the last one yeah i mean i, I want to watch i think all the spider-man movies now between now and it's released sam raimi's trilogy the andrew garfield too as well yeah, as the trip well wait wait you only got through two before that got canceled yep yeah the double but feature. fucking joe mangeloni is flash thompson <laughs> man that felt like forever ago right i mean it feel i'm like i didn't say 2001 because i'm like it came out a little bit after that because I remember you pointing it out that like in the original teaser trailer, he like lands on the side of a building and you can see the twin towers and like the his the reflection on the Spider-Man eyes. Well, so that and was, they, there was that it, shot as well as an OG, which I have an OG double-sided poster, which was the teaser poster of him peeking behind a building and the twin towers in his reflection lens. But however, the teaser trailer actually had the twin towers as a part of the trailer because he he uh webs a helicopter in between the two towers oh that's right so yeah that was all summer of 2001 summer of 2001 and then obviously 9-11 comes around the corner and happens and then they pulled all that marketing so the following year yeah it was a year of uh they took out all the the twin towers because they wanted to be spider-man in new york present 2002 so they Digitally removed anything with the twin towers in it. The yeah, posters all changed everything. But yeah, getting my hands on that poster, man, I, I sh- I've never looked it up. I should see what the price of it. It's still rolled. One of the days I'm gonna get an actual like nice, nice frame. And we're talking like hundred dollar frame for it to go in. Imagine if I got to- nice. imagine if I got Toby to sign that. That'd be so cool. But uh, yeah, dude, but this trailer is so fucking hype. Like I, I was, you know, I wasn't one of those people begging for it because I'm like, it'll come out when it comes out. I don't really care. Like, I'm looking forward to it if the hype is real. Like, if these characters are true. Like, if what was rumored was happening, you know. Fingers and then the trailer the- comes out, and I'm like, as soon as I'm like, oh shit, now now I'm excited, you know. And you know, like I said, like we. we like you took, I still remember you taking me to the Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies when I was a real little kid. Mm-hmm. You know, I was like, if I was just 22, I was like in second or third grade. Jeez. You know, so I was fucking I remember tiny. maybe it was the show and I went with you. I don't think it was the first show and I, because I definitely went to a minute show. talking about the little kid saying everything right before it happened. You like yes. turning around and being like, hey, late, like, will you like kind of shot down? Shut your kid long. up. Like, I'm yeah. trying to enjoy something. I'm trying to share something. Here's the part where he gets his powers. Here's the part where he, uh, the spider's going to fight him. All right, here's where he's going to try to shoot his web for the first time. Oh, just shut the fuck up and just let us watch. Yeah, and I appreciate it because you t- after you gave her a look, she, the kid stopped talking. Gosh. You know. Ugh. But I still remember that. you. That was when you took me to go see it. Because I think you had already seen it once. At least once, yeah. I went to and you're probably show. like, oh man, gotta take Dan and see this. And then you're like, dude, this kid's fucking saying everything right before it happens. So like, like just, just ruin it for my little brother. Yeah, he's like, this should be a pure cinema experience. This is something I'm sharing with him. But yeah, yeah I still remember that. So yeah, like the hype is real. I, I, like I think you went on day one 
like Midnight Shown probably to the second one. <laughs> Even though if you're probably only in fourth grade, I think I probably convinced mom and dad, let me take you. You're like, it's fine. Like, whatever. Yeah, it's not like, if, of all the things you could be like, no, you're, you can't do that. He's too young. I'm like, really? A midnight premiere is probably one of the safest things you can do. Yeah. So relax. We did a lot of that. So yeah, seeing all these characters, like we're at least getting two Raimi Spider-Man villains, if not Sandman too. Electro from the Garfield movies, probably. Because again, like people said it was blue in the, I mean, it was blue lightning in the Garfield version, but they might be like, you know, I don't know. They could probably explain the way it's like, oh, multiversal, like the lightning's different in this universe because yeah. yellow is the original color for Electro. Who's really going to remember? I mean, I saw people already mentioning it, but I'm like, it does not matter to me. I hope Sandman gets an appearance though. So yeah, hopefully we get Green Goblin, Doc Ock, Sandman. Bring on. So we we think we saw the lizard for a brief moment. The lizard from the Andrew Garfield one. Bring that on. And then yes, if we can get our hands on a uh, Electro two, perfect. That's five. Well, that awesome would make films. two from each that we've seen so far. So Mike, will there be any? Andrew Garfield, or not Andrew, but Tom Holland villains, because I'm pretty sure I saw a vulture in the trailer. I'm just well, gonna stick with that. And who's to say Mysterio's actually dead? Probably faked his own death. I mean, Who Master knows? of Illusions, that's his whole deal. Who knows? I don't know. I can't wait though. Pretty excited for this. Hopefully, we can get the trailer before 10 rings next week. Oh, I am there's no way you're going to go see that and not have this trailer in front of it. Better get it. Better get it. And hopefully, here's what I'm hoping for as far as I I really hope they switch out Green Goblin's costume. I don't want the same Power Ranger suit he wore in that movie. You you Fucking, want like his original like skin that they you see in all the behind the scenes footage? Something. Yeah, the concept art, but that Power Ranger suit was ridiculous. It was ridiculous in 2001. It would might feel very out of place. Oh, super out of place wow. now. It, just, it I mean, it, it was a joke back then. It's a joke. It'd be, oh, gosh, yeah. Do not give me that Power Ranger suit, please. Doc Ock looked great still. I know we almost got the original comic accurate one back then, but the fact that I guess the plastic molding wasn't working, they weren't getting what they wanted from it, so they scrapped it. Because you can see that behind the footage. Behind, that yeah, behind the footage. I see some of that. I, there's just concept art that just looks so much better than whatever we got. Yeah. Anyway, but yeah. And then how do you explain it away? Well, it's a military flight suit. It's like, okay, all right. Hey, yeah, we'll see what happens, how this multiverse stuff works, where he goes in different timelines. Because obviously the Green Goblin's alive. Yeah. And even same with Doc Ock, because he, you know, perishes at the end of the first, second one. Yeah. So it doesn't even matter if you're dead. Like we could actually get an interdimensional Mysterio just pulled from a multiverse, like he claimed to be in the second one. That is true. That's a possibility. So, man. All right. That's going to be some pretty fun stuff. And it also just like, yes, the multiverse, because, I mean, you haven't watched Loki yet. But, I mean, Loki, this Loki TV show opens up the Mar MCU to the multiverse. Okay. Yeah, it's kind of the basis of the whole show. Um, is keeping together the timeline. 
You know, they mention it in Endgame with the uh, the wise one or the ancient one. That's that's her name. Who mm-hmm. teaches Doctor Strange? They pretty much do that. That's pretty much the whole what the Loki revolves around. You know, and then right after Loki finishes, we get the what if, which is more alternate multiverse stuff, just in you know cartoon form, and not, I guess, necessarily canon to the MCU. Or maybe they do say it's canon to the MCU since they do use a lot of voice actors. Donna. But you know, and then we get boom multi. I just love like makes me because they kind of like synergized everything that they're doing right now to just everything's multiverse which obviously opens up to a lot more freedom and stories to where like, you know, like it feels like with the current MCU that there's, you know, they like, they took bigger risks towards the beginning and middle, but now they found their footing, you know? So they have like, Hey, this is like, you know, like we know what to expect when we go see a Marvel movie now. And I Mm -hmm. think having the multiverse be like, you could now tell like live actions within the MCU, but they, they could be canon, but you could just be like, no, this is a multiverse movie. So you could just let directors do whatever they want with them. So it's like kind of re, I don't know, like is more exciting again, I guess. That would be my ideal scenario, you know, because that would be pretty sweet. Like, yeah, it'd be fun to like get, oh, we know what we're going to get with like the, uh, the Elseworld or not the Elseworld, but like the mainline MCU movies. But I would love it. They're like, yeah, but the multiverse movies come out and they just kind of like go with whatever the hell that the director wanted to do, you know, and not necessarily fitting like the Marvel cookie cutout. Mm-hmm. That's my ideal universe. We'll see. We'll see. I am pretty But also it gets me more now. hype for the multiverse of madness, which will feature Doctor Strange and Scarlet Witch. Especially to, after WandaVision, like I am ready for more Scarlet Witch. I'm trying to see where did Spider-Man lie? My top ten anticipated. Top ten anticipated. Matrix, Black Widow. Last night in Soho. Maybe it's because we didn't know if it was officially coming out this year or not. Yeah, it's not on my top ten at all. I was just looking through my top ten list of uh most anticipated for uh this year. Not on there, but I think it's because we didn't really know if it's for sure coming out this year. So it was left off the list. Makes sense, I guess. But otherwise, after that trailer, it's pretty much at the top. I'm just, I'm, yeah, I am excited. You know, like, trailer came out when it came out, and boom, it dropped, and now I'm fucking hyped. And it's it's August, well, it's almost September. It comes out in December, so you do, also don't have to wait an insane amount of time. No. It just seems like they were really trying to keep most of the surprises under wraps mm-hmm. you know Which, hey, i'm okay with that same because i would rather honestly i would have like it's unthinkable because i knew they wouldn't do this but i'm like people are like where is it gonna happen and like it's only four months away where's the trailer i'm like just don't just don't drop one just go in it and be like holy shit what the fuck did they do you know i would much prefer that now just because i don't care about trailers you know as much like I, if I'm gonna go see a movie, I don't really want to see more than one trailer. But I'm hyped. Is uh, yeah. so I was looking at my top ten list also just a second ago, and I had MI7 on there. Was it supposed to come out this fall originally? Because now I'm seeing it slated for May. No, it's probably gonna come out this fall. Now it's slated for May. Shoot. Well, it was our alleged top ten list for whatever would actually come out this year. 
Right. I mean, last night in Soho is not going to happen. Or, or wait, that moved from, no, when we did that, it moved to my top 10 list for 2022 when it was in my top 10 list for 2021. Oh, yeah. Because I had that on my list for 2021. And yeah. So it's going out this September and it got moved. As far as I know, No Time to Die is still scheduled to come out in October. I heard some people got to see a like nine minute footage feature of like one of the chase scenes. So cool. Nice. Which I love in that new trailer when uh, the car is coming at him, he's on the bridge. He's really got nothing to do. It's like, how do I avoid this? There's that part on the bridge with like small part of the rock. He dies for that, puts his head as close as he can to the rock. So, like, so the car's only choice if it's going to try and go towards him is to hit that, you know, that rock instead. Mm-hmm or the stone yeah and at least it's head safe even if like his feet get crushed at least it's head safe from getting smashed right <laughs> love that though he just dives right for it anyway i saw that trailer today before protege so oh lucky oh actually i'm like i didn't see it right right that makes sense we'll talk about that in a second all right well should i move on here as far as other things I saw this week i did not get to anything i've been out of town this last week yeah so, you've yeah. been busy yeah, so I did not get to anything. I didn't watch any movies on the plane. Maybe I should have, but I don't like watching movies for the first time on my phone either. I did, however, uh, watch more episodes of season two of Master of None because I'm trying to do a recap before I finally get to season three, which has only already been three months now since it premiered. Damn. But uh, I got like two episodes to go of season two, and then I'm ready to start season three. <laughs> nice. I, uh, as far but as yeah, what I, I did... I didn't get to a whole lot. I actually, you know, I got caught up on the second episode of What If, which came out last week that had T'Challa as like essentially Star-Lord. Mm-hmm. Well, he was Star-Lord. And that was fun. Like that was, I actually liked that one. Well, I don't know which one I liked more. I really liked the first one. This one was different in the sense of it, like in the first episode really like kind of does almost the entire plot of captain america mm-hmm. again with peggy carter but this one it kind of just like does a whole like it was still the guardians but it was like completely different and they like do they go on like a mission instead of like trying to recreate the movie mm-hmm. which i liked i thought that was a lot of fun and also chadwick boseman uh actually voiced t'challa in this and they have a little dedication for him at the end of the episode too which was nice sweet Oh, and I also forgot, sorry to go back to it. Um, Haley Atwell, who is also Piggy Carter, is going to be in the new Mission Impossible. Oh, shit, that's tight. I think she's in the next two, actually. So, yeah, Ooh. anyway. All right. Awesome. Back, back to what if. Yeah, but uh, that, that was it. I was done. Cool. All righty. Well, shall we get started here and talk our main movie on tap? The protege. The protege. Most people are good. Some people are bad. But you, you're the rare gift. So get in and get out. All right, the protege, written by Richard Wint. Directed by Martin Campbell, starring Michael Keaton, Maggie Q, and Samuel L. Jackson. So, rescued as a child and raised by an assassin, Anna, 
played by Mickey Q, grows up to become one of the world's most skilled killers. When Moody, Samuel Jackson's character, the man who taught her everything she knows, is brutally killed, she vows revenge on those who did it. So going in, I honestly, I didn't even know this movie was coming out until two weeks ago when we saw the trailer before the Suicide Squad. <laughs> yeah, I think it it's... Good. Sorry. I'm like, I think I saw the trailer once before that, but we're like, hey, you know, we were there and we're like, yeah, that, that looks fun enough. Like there's nothing else slated. So we'll go see this action movie. Yeah, well, I, well, and Martin Campbell, too. He directed Goldeneye and Casino Royale. So two of my favorite Bond films. Oh, yeah, that's right. Well, at least one for sure, Casino Royale. One of my favorite Bond films. So I was like, oh, you know, a new movie by him? That, that, yeah, it looked kind of fun. It, in the preview, they kind of sold me as it looking kind of stylized, too. But, you know, I, I just remember, you know, Michael Keaton's in. I'm like, you know, that could be pretty good. Let's go see it. That looks fun. Yeah. And so, yeah, today I went and saw it. And... Uh, well, I wasn't completely disappointed. I wasn't blown away either. It was very just kind of meh, very meh. Michael Keaton and Maggie Q are great in it, and I think they had some really good chemistry and some good moments for sure. I like the third act of the film better than the first two acts, so at least it didn't necessarily fall apart in the third act. And I'll get into the way I think it should have ended too once we get into spoilers. Yeah. But yeah, overall, a little let down. In some ways, I guess you're like, well, what did you expect? But I don't know. Again, it looked very. It looked like it was going to be stylized. Had a good director attached, Michael Keaton, Maggie Q. So I was like, you know what? Yeah, William Samuel Jackson too. So I was like, you know what? This is going to be a lot of fun. And yeah, they dropped the ball a little bit, I'd say. Yeah, I mean, going into it, yeah, it was more just like we didn't have anything else to watch new this week. You know, it looked fun. Like when I watched the trailer, it's like, yeah, the, the director of Casino Royale, and then it also said from the creator of John Wick. So I'm like, okay, at least the action will be good. You know, I don't really like no one goes into John Wick for the story. Like, yeah, the story's fun, but it's more about those high octane like action scenes. I will say there was a John Wick, a good John Wick moment and we'll get into that. Yeah, but for this one, so I'm like, yeah, I was hoping for fun. I got a little bit less than what I was hoping for. I guess expecting to because I'm like, okay, it looks like it'll hit this bar and hit a little bit lower than what I like hope. Like, honestly, this is a good movie to turn on if you're not, if you want to watch something, but you don't necessarily want to pay a lot of attention to. Because mm-hmm. while the action scenes, for the most part, like I have a, a high, like I have a favorite one by a long shot. But I mean, the action scenes aren't like bad, but like a couple of them are noticeably better than the rest of them. And the rest of them are just kind of like, I feel like I've seen this before. Mm. Like a lot of it is, of I've it. seen it before. What, your, your main character getting sprayed with bullets and not getting hit once? You've seen that before? I mean, yeah, this <laughs> is like a paint-by-numbers action movie. like, And that's what it kind of like, I thought I was going to get. I guess so, that's good. But mostly, you know that like the, the main characters, like Samuel L. Jackson, freaking um, what, Samuel L. Jackson, Michael Keaton, and Maggie Q, like, okay, these look like fun characters. So at least the char- like the characters that they did have in there, especially with Michael Keaton and like Maggie Q, like their like so their their dynamic I really really liked throughout the movie. Mm-hmm. And Samuel L. Jackson was good with what uh, he was in the movie. I guess I should say for now. But yeah, it just kind of sounds like we're on the same page. We're like, yeah, it's fine. It was fun. Like I didn't feel like I wasted my time or money. I mean, it was also 
not that long of a movie so i appreciate that uh, yeah if this had been over two hours long uh, yeah I, like i was curious how it was gonna end but i don't think i would have walked out of it if it's over two hours long but there's no way this should have gone on longer than it did so i was no. happy about that uh yeah i mean i like yeah i liked all the set pieces they were great uh once again michael keaton to make you i thought had some good chemistry it's kind of funny a lot there's some tension in some scenes but i feel like the most tension between them was sexual tension <laughs> with the most tension in the movie <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's true i mean it was you're it's they make that pretty obvious yeah, although that weird awkward flirting like it almost reminded me of mr and mrs smith a little bit yeah of that weird like flirting while having a gunfight with each other you know it felt very like it was very like oh okay like it was a little awkward to watch and just like <laughs> yeah, just... I, I still thought it was good back and forth banter yeah i mean their chemistry was pretty good and i always like seeing michael keaton on the screen and we've been a we've been a big fan of michael keaton from like the bird on or Birdman on you know great in that great in the founder he's yeah even as vulture and spider-man homecoming good stuff been on top of game. and we're looking forward to uh some michael keaton as batman next year yeah i know he's gonna have a very small role or he's gonna be a, have a surprising large role it's probably the former but i i'm hoping for the Hopefully latter surprisingly large role i mean <laughs> i mean if you got um, him back in the suit use him exactly oh yeah so maggie q's character uh was it anna yeah Samuel Jackson character. I did like that beginning part with her, him discovering her when he sees all the dead bodies and finds her in the little cover. He's like, "Did you do all this?" Damn. Was it? I said, "She's." He's like, "Damn." Yeah, he's like, "Damn!" Like, did you do this? Holy cow! But yeah, he takes her under his wing, raises her, and yeah, teaches her how to be an assassin. And did it, is it just me or did the manner he looked in almost look like Wayne Manor from? 89 Batman? I don't know. I'm reminded of Cruella, like in minor of the movie Cruella, like that type of estate. I don't know. It just kind of looks like you're you're mm-hmm. essentially like standard London estate. Mm-hmm. You know? Pretty sweet though. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, yeah. So yeah, some people hunt down his character, Moody, and he gets killed and she's off to figure out who it is and just goes on this whole while Juice Case takes her all the way to Vietnam. Yeah, I guess so. Let's get into like what were some of your favorite moments, like action okay. scenes or anything? Hands down, favorite moment in the entire movie. I guess, are we just going to go straight into spoilers? We might as well. We're just going to go into spoilers. We're just going to talk about it because it's, <laughs> we barely talked about it, but it's like, it's just okay. Like, if you like action movies, I think this will be fine. Uh, this is not going to be in theaters long, but it'll probably be out streaming somewhere pretty soon. I mean, it, it made three million at the box office, so a very, very poor weekend, which is also why I wish the ending was slightly different. We'll get into that when we talk the end. Yeah. So actually, you know, actually going into this, Jordan, I picked a because I saw it yesterday and I picked either there was a 440 showing or there was a seven o'clock showing. And I'm like, man, well, I don't want to be like there till nine you know and i'm like okay well if there's a 4 40 show and i'm like okay i get off work at five o'clock i'll just go I'll, I'll just like you know 20 minutes previous i'll just speed over there and i probably won't even miss anything i'm like 
Okay, 30 minutes, that's cutting it a little close. So I literally, what I did is, <laughs> I literally pirated the, I watched the first 20 minutes of it. <laughs> like I just, so I'm just like, okay. So, cause I'm like, yeah, I'm sure I'll only miss the first five, but I'm like, I'm gonna watch the first 10 to, and I ended up watching 20 minutes. I'm like, cool. So I'll be able to place in the timeline where I am. And when I got there, I missed five minutes. Like yeah. didn't miss a whole lot. Back to 20 minute previews. <laughs> yeah welcome back to the movies everybody here's 20 minutes of previews i know in my head i'm like no they got to make them shorter or else like people they want people to come back what are the one things people hate is 20 minute preview especially on like a two and a half hour long movie and then yeah. i literally missed five minutes i'm like oh i got there right before the opening action scene happened so i'm like perfect perfect timing so I thought that I thought I'd tell you that because I'm like, I'm not going to make it, but I don't want to wait till nine, you know, to be done with this. And my, I got done it like a little bit before seven. But yeah, you know, the movie just isn't that special. Like it's fun, but just throw it on the background and like play on your phone if you want to have something on, you know? Yeah, it's very ho-hum, just average. It... But oh yeah, I guess you were t- asking me my favorite before I got my little tangent. But really my, the standout scene for me is literally the scene where the uh, where like the guy you know Michael Keaton's character I forgot like the random thug Duquette I guess is his name I don't even remember his name ever being said but the guy like the lawyer in the suit that shoots Hayes right you know um, he's like puts a hit on Michael Keaton and they come after him. And he fights in like the little alleyway, and then they go into a kitchen. That was my favorite. Michael Keane just kicks the shit out of them. All of a sudden, he goes into John Wick mode, and it was like, yeah, especially when he got hold of that hatchet or that hammer, whatever it was. Fucking beating the guys. Yeah, that was probably my standout scene of like, this was like, oh, fuck yeah. Because one, it's Michael Keane. He's like 60, you know? Uh, he, He turned 70 in two weeks. Holy shit. Yeah. I looked it up. September fifth, I mean, he turned seventy, and yeah. we'll go to another scene in a little bit. He damn good shape for seventy. We'll get into that in a second. He really is, but yeah, I mean, it was that scene alone. I'm like, okay, pretty sweet scene. Getting seeing Michael Keaton like fuck some people up who are trying to kill him, like in a brutal ways. Like, yeah, it did feel very John Wick in that. And I wish more of the fight scenes kind of carried that same energy. Same here. Like you just said, energy. That scene had energy, and I wish more scenes like it did. I did like uh, the initial kill uh, when when uh, Anna kills that one guy at the phone blade. Yeah, That was great when she goes to collect the money, and she's like, yeah, I'm here to Just kill leaves you. it on the counter? Come and on. And just slices his... Yeah, that I thought that was great. Um. But yeah, that scene that you're just talking about was definitely my favorite as well. Again, I like that whole last act. The scene with uh, Anna and uh, his name is Michael, right? Anna and Michael. At the, I think the movie kind of takes off for me at that scene at the dinner table with them. They each got the guns underneath the table. Kind of reminded me a little bit of a gross point blank. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. That I mean, yeah, like you said, they, they had great chemistry and the tension, the biggest, the best tension in the movie is sexual tension. Which leads to the great part after they're fighting and they're throwing each other around in a room. And finally, it's like, are you going to kill me or do you want to fuck me? And then boom, make up your mind in bed. Oh, I just like, he's like, <laughs> can we stop fucking around? Like, make up your mind. One, 
number one or number two and it just cuts to them and the dead guys always <laughs> having sex like well it just kind of cuts to them being done with sex like still in the house where they just killed a bunch of people I thought that was and that was great. pretty fucking funny and that, yeah, was Michael whole, that cracked me up but that's gonna say too you got a shirtless michael keaton and damn at 69 years old the guy is still looking good he's not like jack jack but he's still in great shape for 69 yeah yeah it is good to see the comments about having sex in the dead guy's bed like "Eh, why waste a beautiful bed yeah exactly like what else are you gonna do but also i'm like yeah (laughs) part of me is like yeah i get the thought process but also i'm like well you're an assassin people have literally been trying to kill you nonstop. It seems like a very vulnerable risk to take, but, but I don't know. Yeah. It's still funny for the movie. Worked out. It worked. I don't know. There, yeah. there's, would you, I guess we'll get, should we just get into the ending here? We didn't really get into the plot because the plot's really not important. No, it's just a way to get from one dumb action scene to the next dumb action scene is all it is. It's a revenge tale. She just wants to figure out who killed Moody. Yep. So Moody is looking into some guy. And then everybody who looks into that guy, I don't even remember his name. Well, so before the, re- before the reveal, she's walking and she gets shot in the arm. Or no, she gets shot in the side. And then the guy that shot her gets shot. I thought that was Keaton's character that killed that guy. Same. And then out of the shadows, Moody appears. Yeah, because he got killed at the very beginning. And that's why we're doing everything we're doing in Act 2. And at the end of Act 2, it's like, hey, I'm alive. Which also, I was like, holy shit, this movie's pretty short because there's no way that that just happened in Act 1. Like, So I'm like, shit. He shows up, I'm like, shit, man, I'm almost done with the movie already. Mm-hmm. So, and then it's off to, we're going to get the people that try to kill me. And off we go, dinner party, all that good stuff. High society and- gunfight. Him, him, uh, yeah, sacrificing himself at the end. I mean, I guess we, we, I guess we kind of saw that coming. I mean, he was dying anyway. I guess that's an important. He was dying anyway. They think he gets shot. She goes and kills a bunch of people. Um, and then he's not dead, but he's still dying. So he blows himself up to kill the, the guy that they were after. Mm-hmm. Ta-da. When, when Keaton's trying to follow the trails and follow her, when he go, opens the door, that dark room flips on the lights and see the plants everywhere. Instantly thought, Bond villain lair. <laughs> Yeah, I guess cool room the- though. I kept thinking, I'm like, man, I wish I had a room in my house that was like that. Yeah, it was a pretty sweet room. So bomb goes off. Samuel Jackson's character's dead. Keaton and Maggie Q's character is still alive. Let's just say, all right, fast forward. We get to the end part where uh, we get that really cool flashback of her and her family getting killed, or her family getting killed in front of her. That was yeah. crazy. Oh, was this movie rated R? it must have been because like i went into this like and i'm like yeah like the violence is a little bit more but they show the severed head it had to been that put me over the edge and then that final scene i'm like what the fuck because literally like it goes to her as a child in vietnam from the night that moody finds her and it's just an entire family getting murdered and then a woman's head getting just cut cut clean off decapitated and like holds it in front of the little girl like Damn. <laughs> it was about that time that i thought oh maybe this is a pg or not a pg-13 movie yeah i'd say that was almost a crazy origin story as uh lucy Liu's character in kill bill although i still love the animation and everything in that sequence of her origin story 
You know what I'm talking about, right? Also, it is yeah, and it is rated R. I thought it was PG thirteen when I went into it. Yeah, I guess yeah, I didn't look into it beforehand. Maybe I'm desensitized because most of the gun violence didn't necessarily feel anything above PG thirteen. No, I think the real R stuff was the severed head. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, that was like holy shit. Good flashback though. I did enjoy that sequence. But yeah, so we got them at the end. She's in the room where Moody found her, kind of having some flashbacks. Then Michael finds her. That's Michael Keaton's character. Michael finds her. Well, she sends her. <laughs> he doesn't find her. She sends him her address. Oh, right. And so, yeah, there are a few last comments pointing guns at each other. Then we cut to it outside the window shot. Two simultaneous shots go off. And then here's where I think the movie should end it. After you hear the shots go off, fade to black. So we're thinking, did he kill her? Did she kill him? Did they kill each other? Leave it at that. But now we see a shat- someone's shadow get up kind of in the window blur, go downstairs, and then door opens. We see Anna cut the bl- cut the credits. Honestly, yeah. I wish they would have just left it. It's like, oh, do they get each other? I would Because in my mind, I think they would have just killed each other. Look, if the movie's not that good anyway, leave it obscure. Because it's not you like know? this is setting up for a sequel or anything and ever going to have a sequel. This is a one-time deal. Yeah. I would have loved if, if, in my mind, they killed each other and that's the end of the movie. And actually, that honestly would have been a pretty satisfying ending for me. Yeah, I mean, it's just like, it didn't really care. Like, I did like the chemistry, but overall, like, the movie's just okay the acting from the main characters is what carries you through the movie mm-hmm. but it's just a t- i don't know again i'll just keep saying it like it's just a turn on in the background and do something else yeah it's not a bad movie, movie but it's not great either so no. it's one of those yeah i think if i grade this out i think i give it a c plus overall still passable I mean, I I guess we're like, yeah, like quality of movie. Yeah, it's not like a D, like it was still fun, but it wasn't anything special. So it really just hits the C mark. But like for entertainment value, it's more, I say at least a six, maybe a seven. Six, seven on that. No, probably seven seems five or six, really. I mean, like, again, but if I want to watch a movie like this, I'd rather go watch any of the John Wick movies. True. That's the you thing. Know? I don't know how, much, how long I'll be. Re- I don't think there'll be too much revisiting this one. I don't think so. Unless I'm really in the mood for Michael Keaton stuff, I guess. We'll just look up the that one fight scene. Exactly. You're like, ah, oh, there it is. All there right. it is. Yeah. That's Three minutes happened. later, you're done. Exactly. All right. Well, yeah, I think that wraps up our review of the protege. Not going to be in theaters much longer, but you can uh, see it later on demand. I'm sure. Oh, yeah. I'm sure this is going to drop on HBO or something like in like a month. Pretty quick. Yeah. All righty, Daniel. Well, where can they find us? They can find us online on Instagram and Twitter. They can let us know what they thought of the protege. Loved it more than us. Hated it more than us. You know, like, just let us know. All right, everybody. Hey, thanks for the downloads. If you like the show, share it with others. And we will talk to you next time on Movies and Brews. Cheers. Yeah.